movie fans, welcome to Cold and Trash Horror Movie Grind the Podcast. I am your host, Ian. This is the show in which we grind on the absolute worst horror and sci-fi movies we can find and make fun of just how bad they are, as well as praise the good cool classics that have been lost throughout time. Now get ready, because we're about to dive real deep inside of Hollywood's dumpster in search of the good, the so bad it's good, and the fucking ugly. Put on your seatbelt, grab a beer or two, and enjoy the show. Yo, welcome back. Uh, yeah, today we're doing Life Force. Uh, I'm Ian. Uh, yeah, Life Force came out in 1985, directed by Toby Hooper. Who we know him from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies we did a few weeks back, and uh, yeah, it, it's a movie that came out I think one year after Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. Um, it's got six point one stars on IMDb. That's not bad. It's not good, but it's not bad. Um, as uh, I, I say in my intro, songs that got lost. F- beyond time like this is definitely one of those like it, it, it's it's not a decent movie i I've, i have mixed feelings about it honestly i think that the beginning is way better than like it, it kind of declines <laughs> yeah it's like the the beginning of the first act is definitely better than the second act which is better than the third act but uh anyway i got other people uh in here uh not many stars in this movie however we, uh, we are featuring a uh, i'd say young patrick stewart but it's more like a regular non-aged patrick stewart from 30 years ago who looks exactly the same but uh anyway uh let me welcome back dustin how you doing what's happening man hey how you doing i'm doing wonderful i hope you're doing great as well and all the yeah viewers. absolutely Hell yeah! So um, you, you jo- I, I was just talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. Uh-huh. You uh, you joined me. That was your first episode on this show. Yeah, man, that was a lot of fun, and, and mostly because I got to show off all my you know Leatherface merch. Did you? I don't. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, I, I, I have <laughs> action figures from all the from all of the yeah. uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Well, uh, you, you don't have any life for us. Actually, no, I don't. That's, <laughs> I, I have absolutely nothing to even prove that I've even watched it, other than me saying I've watched it. Right. Okay. Well, we'll get into that. But uh, yeah. So uh, you you were here on Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. So I thought it would be fitting to bring you back for this one. Uh, just real quick, before I bring in the other guests, uh, what was this your first time seeing this movie? Uh, no. <sighs> of, of course, I, I was aware of Toby uh, Hooper when I was um, younger. Now, I uh-huh. saw it once. I was born in 1981, um, and I think I, I ran past the movie sometime around the age of 10. I don't remember the scenario, but the only thing that I remembered at all was um, the uh, animatronics that were used to make the people mm-hmm. look like, you know, their like their life force or their essence had been completely right. out of them. That yeah, was yeah, the yeah. only memory that stuck with me all those years. And so you then, saw it when you were like four? 
No, uh, 10. I didn't watch it when it first came out. Oh, okay. Yeah. First <laughs> still, movie, still pretty young. Yeah, I think my first horror movie was probably, you know, Monster Squad or something like that, you know, kid-friendly. But yeah, right, between 8 and 10, somewhere in there, I started accidentally seeing horror movies. And, um, but uh, yeah, so it was early 90s, I guess, when whenever I saw it. But that was all I remembered. So yeah, I needed to watch it again. Um, and mm-hmm. I did. It took me three times, man. I I had I <laughs> and not. I started over. I like like I would get like thirty minutes in, and I, I'm. I, hold on a second. I'd like take an hour break and just wander around outside. Like I got to start this freaking movie over again. Now. And, uh, like what's going on? <laughs> right. I mean, it, it's it's confusing and complex, but it it's not that it's terrible. It's got good and bad things, but uh, mm-hmm. it the. Toby did not do a great job of trying to keep your attention. You know, there was was way too many elements, you know, disaster, you know, happening all at once. So you're, you're like, okay, this is happening. Uh, The cosmic vampires, zombies, like, you know, and and then Mm -hmm. things, a strange love interest too. I'm like, hold on. What the hell? We'll definitely get into all that. Yeah. You know, Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's all over the place. Yeah. Uh, so you have mixed feelings as well. well yes, uh, I, I do. Okay, cool. Well, we'll get back into that. Let me uh, bring Daniel back. He's He's been gone for a little while. Well, welcome back. It's great to be here. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, so same question to you. Uh, what were your thoughts on this movie? When did you, did you just see it for the first time? Uh, yes, actually, this is my first time seeing this movie. Um, I saw it about one week ago, uh, and I it never even hit my radar. Uh, I had no idea that this movie existed. Seems and to be the same way for a lot of people. I think that one of those really striking things when uh, doing something like looking at the trailer is going, why haven't I heard of this movie? And then <laughs> after watching the movie going, I know why I didn't hear about this movie. Because uh, it, it, the production value is very high, and there's um, it goes downhill from there. <laughs> exactly. That that's a great. So you you're also mixed feelings. Absolutely. All right. Sweet. <laughs> and uh, last guess, somebody who I'm gonna put money on probably also has mixed feelings about it. Uh, my host from having a beer with Ian, Spacey Ian is back. What's up? What's going on, Ian? It's been a long time since I've been uh, back on Earth, but it's it's good to feel this uh, this this regular gravity. Hell yeah! And uh, for, uh, as we always do, having beer with Ian, we talk about what we're drinking. I see we're both having the Modelo. Labels out, Modelo time. What's good? What's up, guys? Yeah. Um, and Daniel's drinking a brick wall, apparently. Delicious, delicious bricks <laughs> only for me. Simulation, man. It's glitching. Uh, right um but yeah like he, much like daniel this was my first time seeing seeing it and my first time really hearing much about it too uh but i i, I think i enjoyed it more than than you might uh than, well, you, yeah. than, than you might think i did i uh you know i think this guy's got some uh some uh, you know hooper really showed his kubrick qualities in this film if you really yes dive, I, dive into the layers, you know yeah it definitely has 2001 space odyssey vibes all over it yeah, yeah, there's that, there's that, but uh, yes. I don't know if, if I, I I know the original. Uh, this is based on a short story or a book called uh, "Space Vampires," <laughs> and and I and I know that's what they wanted. That's what Toby Hooper wanted the the title to be, but the the uh, they they wanted them to take it more seriously, right? Like the the mm-hmm. you know the producers. So uh, 
if I had to name it, I'd probably call it Astro Simps. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's I'm sure, pretty I'm, good. I'm sure, like we'll get, I'm sure we'll get into more of that later. <laughs> yeah, for real. All right, nice. Well, uh, glad to have you back. Uh, yeah, I, I, you definitely brought up a few good points, um, especially the title. Like, imagine if it was actually called Space Vampires or Astro Simps. <laughs> I'm That's going to imagine that for the rest of the podcast um, now. <laughs> I well, let's go ahead and uh, put the trailer on, and I've got that right here. They watched. They waited. Now their time has come. Out of the depths of space, the ultimate terror, moving, searching, destroying, from body to body, from life to life. From man to woman, changing, growing. That's definitely some 2001 life force. vibes right there. I don't remember seeing any man to woman. I saw a whole lot of woman to man, though. Oh, oh yeah, the, the conveniently placed glare on those on those uh, capsules, wherever there was some dick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like we get to see we get to see full bush, full frontal female and ass and all that. Nobody wants to see a dude's wiener in 1985. Oh, All right. <laughs> so, they're definitely. The trailer is definitely by far oh. the best part of the movie. <laughs> I haven't seen this. Some of my favorite things from the director. Paul looks, that maybe really from the special effects creator of Star Trek: The Motion this looks Picture. Amazing. Life force in the blink of an eye. The terror begins. I hope Shatner's in this one. <laughs> Well, we've got the next best thing. <laughs> Wait, you, you don't like Patrick Stewart? I'm it's a big deep. fan. I'm a big fan. But I'd love, I'd love seeing them together. be great to see them in this movie, too. Should have had Shatner show up. Just punch some vampires in the face. <laughs> Did right? you notice how uncomfortable Patrick Stewart looked filming that? Like, you could see it in his acting. Like, what the hell <laughs> am I doing here? <laughs> yes. Imagine, like, yeah. Um, what if he just he didn't read the script, just his lines? And if that were the case, he had no idea what the movie's about or what's going on. What do you think That'd the day great. was like when he uh, he stepped out of his trailer and, and read the line where he has to uh, he has to make out with the male for the text? <laughs> what do you think he said? Then he said, he said, "God damn it!" <laughs> what, what is oh no, I've just been like here. Like I have done a lot of acting in my life. One more time. One more time. Now, I'd like to hear Patrick's side of the story. Yeah. Like, what happened that day when you said yes? Like, did someone pull a fast yeah. one on you and you, like, signed the wrong thing? Or, you let's, know. Just say, let's just say I don't think he needed much convincing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is 1985. So, like, this was before Star Trek. What, the year before he was in Dune, um, he was in Excalibur. But, like, I don't think he was really like a huge famous actor by this time. Uh, well, since it was, since what, what year did he do Moby Dick? Because that was, I think, what I'm not sure. Right when he got really huge, that, that performance in that movie. I yeah. wish I wish I had more. Sorry, I think I cut somebody off. It just popped in my head. No, no, no oh, 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 no, it's cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, Patrick Stewart, man. Like I, th I guess he looks the exact same as he does in the Star Trek, but I guess he's a little younger. That a little dude must have yeah. lost his hair young, dude. 
He he's a he little did. bit younger than he is today in that in nineteen ninety five. <laughs> so he he lost his hair uh, before his early twenties, and um, when he originally was auditioning for Star Trek, uh, they were trying to convince. Or he, there's some story about him uh, wearing a toupee and deciding like, no, I know, I'm not heard that. Do. Yeah, it's a good one, guys. Look it up. Uh, I'm not gonna do justice for it because I didn't look that up ahead of time. So well, uh, I just remember it. Since we're on trivia, pretty much. Spacey, you said uh, during the trailer, you, you talked about how they showed this the female space vampires like full bush and everything, uh, and not the dicks of the other guys. But did you know that I, I found out that Toby Hooper, the director, he actually at first shaved her. And everybody was like, "No, this she looks like a twelve year old. Like that's not, <laughs> no, that's not good." So um, they let it grow back in, but he was very insistent on them just like trimming it, like as little, little tiny amount of bush as legally possible. Well, not legally possible, but it was like. Why was this the thing that was so important to him? Is like that's. I heard, uh, I heard that, somewhere... that, that lets him look like a total weirdo in this. Like just... I heard somewhere that like he like he'd walk in and there wasn't enough like hair sitting on the floor, so he was just like, "Nope, keep trimming." All right, oh. all right. So, so I'm going to come in as an advocate for Toby Hooper in this scenario, and I'll tell you why. Right. Okay, so I'm not ready. <laughs> so it, it, in the in the movie, the the plot is that. They don't look like humanoids normally. They don't look like hot chicks. They're just flying oh, around. They yeah. were they were bat creatures or whatever first. But as soon as the ship was approaching, uh, Space Girl, which is her actual name in the in the show, the lead female vampire, Space Girl. Space Girl. Space Girl. She, she she never had a name, right? You know. But uh, <laughs> she 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 told she tells the guy she's like, yeah, I I I changed myself into a form that would uh that that was your your ideal woman. That was yeah, your the, exactly. the most the, the 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 most feminine. So that's Toby Hooper being like, "All right, this guy's in space. It's 1989, and you know, because it's a little in the future, right? It's got to be. It's like it's 1989, <laughs> and I got to, uh, you know, you know, what's 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 this astronaut really want? And and he wants a what's a little trim on the bush. He wants a little. Uh, he's a little ahead of his time. This this got more popular in the 90s." <laughs> But uh, but no, no, no. This is just me. This is just me. No, you're right. No, no. I I agree with you completely. No, no. And and as we know, with as we know with like Quentin Tarantino's foot fetish, the director gets to operate their own sick shit from the inside out. He 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 wants her to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so like uh, pretty much like depending on who's ever eyes is looking at her, she she could look completely different. Like Which somebody. is why she took the form of Patrick Stewart, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. That's another question. That's another question. Was was Patrick Stewart's character already attracted to men, or even even the doctor when when the when the dead guy wakes up? Right at first, uh, the the first guy that was attacked, he comes back yeah. to life when they're about to do the autopsy. Oh yeah, and he, and he you know he pulls the guy in. The doctor's about to make out with this zombie dude. Like, are these? I, is that isn't that what you thought was happening? Because the they, they like they they uh, you know entice them in with their yeah. sexual advantage. Right, you're you're pulled towards them regardless of whether they yeah. look great or not. You you just can't help yourself. Well, let's uh, let's find out right here. Uh, let's let's see. 
This is an autopsy on the body of a young man, dead approximately two hours. Did you say it was about 20? Man, that dead body's hot. (laughs) (laughs) This was the first scene where I really noticed uh, that that this was the guy that helped make uh, Poltergeist. His, his style. Oh, the special effects are so fun. <laughs> this, is probably, this is probably the best part of the movie. Yeah. I, lo- I love puppets. Those beautiful eyes. <laughs> yeah, he's really drawing a bit with those eyes. <laughs> I mean. Look at him, he's so fucking yeah. hot, though. You know, I've always said I was never going to do this, but I mean, if you ask you have got consent, right? Look at, yeah, look at the tears, man. He's crying, he needs somebody to hold. But is it sexual? I guess it's sexual, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Right. fake out, you're dead now. (laughs) 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 Haha, got your life for Uh, the worst kick face getting getting inflated. This guy's just in awe. And I'm done. <laughs> and I'm spent. <laughs> His first reaction is, oh sick! <laughs> his, his first was, oh, Ew, it's he's all I'm... wrinkly and stuff. <laughs> well, Bro, everyone is... just sat there and watched that whole thing. Like, <laughs> what would you do? Get the fuck out of there, man! Go home. Oh, come no, on, you never gonna see that again. Punching in my time card. I'll see you guys tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. man. Fuck this shit. So yeah, I think this might be one of the earlier movies, if not the first, that sexualizes the the zombie uh, caricature. Uh, well, what, you guys got what, a better what came one? out first? This or Return of the Living Dead? Uh, this. Okay. Then. Yeah, yeah. but Wait, but, but uh, was better. Or, or but you know what? I think I think uh, Toby Hooper was originally pegged to uh, direct uh, Return of the Living true? Dead, and then but he chose Life Force instead. So it gave, hmm. they were they were in production around the same time. He chose wrong. I, I mean, but, so? he, he, I mean, Return of the Living Dead came out great. That's, Maybe that's it's one of my favorites, and each one just gets better and better. I mean, well, ex- excluding part four and part five, we, <laughs> those movies don't exist. But yeah. the first three, yeah, it just uh, the, a different turn on zombies, like each, with each time. But we're not even talking about that movie right now. Yeah, so. I mean, we'll we'll cover it on the show for sure. Yeah. Hey, hey, Daniel, Daniel, how long did it take for you to realize this was a zombie movie? Because for me, it was like it was really late. Fi- I was like, oh shit, the vampires yeah. make zombies. It That's was a little are. bit before the the helicopter scene that was one of my favorites. Uh, but yeah, it was it was way late in it. Yeah, uh, it, it, yeah by the time they got to the zombies, city. Um, <laughs> very confusing. Actually, uh, we we got a lot of ground to cover before we get to that. But um, man, that turning point was one hell of a turning point in the movie for me to watch. Uh, it's one of the things that gives it way more points than I would give otherwise because. They just yeah. went fucking crazy with this movie. I loved it. I really did love all the twists and turns and the, like, okay, I actually don't know what's going on anymore. And their attempts to explain it were 
baffling at best, but it was still really fun. Mm-hmm. And fun yeah, is why sure. I watch bad movies in the first place. So, right. Hey, hey, we still haven't really. This has a six point one. That's on the. That's above average, right? Come on. Gotta it think. is above average. Yeah. It's above average. Technically, like so. Five, just five being average. I'd say five is average. What do you guys think? Five. Five is average, right? Not by an American audience. I think like probably seven is it. Yeah. Seven seven is like where movies like tend to linger. You're looking for seven? Seven can't be average. Yeah, but most of, most of them are. That's actually yeah. a great question as far as but those, also, uh, since those a skills bunch of opinions, go. The only I've opinion actually... that matters is your own when you're watching a movie. Who cares what other, you know, either yeah. you like it or you don't. You, a million people can tell you it's the best and 10 billion can tell you it's the worst. Ultimately, it's, you know, it's up to you to decide which one it is because. Dustin, no, stop trying to undermine Ian's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there's, we're, there's four people no, that, here that telling you their not. opinions on it. We want to we want to hope that somebody wants to watch this, right? Uh, <laughs> no, that that's that's actually the point of this podcast is that like we're taking movies that mainstream Hollywood deems as crap. And we're like, actually, no, it's not. In this case, it's mostly not. Mostly. I mean, if you like taking shots on movies, just, I mean, do it. I mean, you know, a couple hours of your time, no big deal. You don't like it, so what? It's not like it, yeah. the worst thing that's ever happened to you, watching a movie you didn't enjoy. Right. So, um, I mean, you know, there's movies that you just, or you can't even enjoy. They're so bad and, and like, boring and uh, really long. Too long of a pan shot. Like, oh, here's a 20-minute pan shot for you to fucking get some Which I think some, that this uh, movie kind of started turning into. After yes, in the I middle, in the middle of it, it sunk. Yeah, in around really the middle. Um, yeah, I actually because it's just like things. It, it was just all over the place. It just kind of like like it started out really awesome. I love the space stuff, especially the stuff that looked like two thousand one. Very very similar special effects, uh, which I really liked. And the they brought it back, and then there's a scene that we just watched, and that was just amazing. I was just like. How is this movie like? How have I never heard of this before? I just stumbled upon it accidentally one day on Amazon Prime. It's just like Life Force, Toby Hooper, holy shit. So I turned it on. and But then after that, so, and then, yeah, you have this naked space vampire chick who's just walking around, just stealing people's life force. And then they're stealing people's life force. And it's like turning into like a domino effect. Uh, or uh, butterfly effect, really, and uh, an- another bad movie. Um, but uh, and then it's just like, oh well, now this guy could like see where she's going, and I was just like, all right, this is starting to go a little downhill. And then just <laughs> after that, it was just like, it kind of lost me there. I, I kind of lost my interest. Ian, they were building a world. They were building a, a, the rules of a of a of a new fan, fantastical scenario. And it kept changing every ten minutes. They kept the, adding the more. Transition from one from, from one significant thing to the next was just terrible because you would all of a sudden just be like, well, hope why? How is this? It's yeah. like, it's like I, I was I was really interested in this thing, <laughs> but now that cap, like we're done with this. Now this is going on. And it's like, but. I was happy with this other thing. Was anybody else very disappointed when they were like, oh, but she's a different girl now? 
Yeah, like, I found I her, but she's Ellen now, and Ellen's a yes. masochist. Yeah, I was just annoyed with that. I was like, I've had enough of this movie's bullshit. Let's just stick a face to this character, please, so I can follow what the hell's happening. And then, oh, that and is point when it became that investigation stage, that's where the like huge decline of interest came for me, and yeah. I was amazed that they could recover it at the end but it was by throwing in a deus ex machina bullshit and changing it into a zombie movie <laughs> with swords um very hey, lead swords. swords lead I, although that i think it did get pretty cool at, at, again and yeah like, well, i mean they did it but they, they could only do it by changing the entire movie one more time yeah well, exactly. that, that whole second act that lost your interest was for one carried by patrick stewart and let's just say, yeah. uh, that's the I, only I, reason I, I could keep in. <laughs> but that, and, and I didn't see the, the twist coming where, where Patrick Stewart was the guy. They they like get the, the they get the syringe out, and you think they're gonna get the little the giant child killer. But then yeah. it just turns it on Patrick Stewart. And I and I really liked the dynamic of Patrick Stewart's assistant, whose trust is now being. And loyalty He's just is like, being judged. what is going on? He's like, oh shit, these two guys I just met that say they're with the government have drugged my boss and, you know, supposed friend. And now I'm just like, all right, I'll get you some more drugs, boss. I guess, hey, you got to, you're Sir yeah. Percy. He's right? like, you're this Sir will Percy. kill him. He's like, shut up, we don't care. <laughs> hey, yeah. like, well, uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> you skin off my teeth. I guess you're the guys with the government. You know what? Don't worry. I'm you again. <laughs> <laughs> you're the two guys that showed up in like plain clothes with just, no, no, no shown of accreditation. Right. Yeah. So I've got uh, an opening act question actually for you, Ian. Uh, I okay. think that you'll appreciate this. Um, uh, there, there's two things that I found really, really striking in the beginning, and they faded off towards the middle and end part of it. And I just, uh, I, I thought it was really sad. Uh, the one was the colors. Um, they did a great job with color play and their uh, their theming. And oh, their absolutely. They, um, mm -hmm. they went with different types of lighting and different types of things to say good, bad. Um, I love that. Interesting, um, upsetting, um, plot moving forward colors. Whatever they did with it, it was just like, it was consistently great. And the score was epic. And I felt like it really faded into the background at the end too. And they dropped the coloration and it felt it felt mm. almost like it was done by two different directors. I was wondering if you had any thoughts into that because I know how much you like the the, the imagery and the sound and what yeah. goes into some of these things that sometimes make up cult classics, but in this case, um, just sort of failed you in the movie uh, towards the end. They just they just disappeared. Well, I don't know. I I kind of forgot about that as it went on. Like, yeah, he definitely shot his load in the beginning. Like when basically the first movie looked more mostly like Dustin does now. Yeah, <laughs> just... exactly. <laughs> but, uh, he looks great. I yeah. like it. Yeah, uh, like yeah. like basically that this. that this is exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, different colors because in that movie there was a lot of red, but like yeah, it, it's like there's the background is green and then he is blue, and. That's uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two did that as well, and yeah. I I really enjoyed the uh, that that was amazing, and yeah. uh, and then also how they were just like 
floating really fast. They were just like just moving. Dude, I which... noticed that with with no trails, with no little puffs of, of air or anything. Yeah, they well, they didn't, sometimes they didn't show them. There you know, was. They, I, I made a note of it. They showed them uh, after they had found the vampires. They started moving slower, and yeah. they had little. Psh, psh, yeah, the typical thing coming out of the back. Right before they were just and they were just immobile cutouts. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Python. Oh yeah, exactly. They were uh, moving large, through space. large amount of different types of special effects to make this film work, and they uh, used good ones and I, bad ones. I love right, that. quick conjunction. Like it, it like right. I guess it can be considered bad because it's so very fake. But I just, I just loved it. Oh, yeah. the, the thing that the thing that really struck cool. me as as the most uh, the the hardest thing to spend suspend my disbelief is that they, it looked like they were using nineteen eighty five level you know space shuttles right like okay. they, it's an actual space shuttle for the spaceship it's not like and we never really got a year as to what if it's supposed to be in the future or something but we definitely didn't have the capabilities of you know going into Halley's comet. And I don't know if that's what they thought it, they could do with the space shuttle, and they were just never asked the scientists. Yeah, the ashtrays but... are a dead giveaway. The ones that you see on the armrests and near the windows from them looking out, just really nearly smoking in space. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and and they say they waited for the zero gravity to come in too. Like even though they showed the zero gravity coming off, they made a big deal about how the engine is a Nerva <laughs> engine. And it, it's the first it's engine to recreate earth gravity so now we don't have to make it look like zero gravity but then they were like yeah. oh we're shutting down the nerva engine and you're like oh only five minutes ago they said that's what makes them not float <laughs> now i get to see them float well i never saw them float until they, they did like the flashback scene way later right. in, in act two you know? yeah so, that 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 was just like a quick little like let's just explain it away so but they literally showed a dial that said gravity, and, it's, yeah. and then it said zero, and then it turned from yeah. Earth to well, they zero. just explained it away so that they didn't have to do that. You <laughs> just like, have to accept. We can a lot do of it. Stuff, yeah. We just don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yes, yeah, so uh, Dustin, what did you think about the uh, the first? Yeah, that that first thing where they go into the they find the spaceship by the comet. And they find all the the dead alien bat creatures, and then the naked people, like that whole thing. Like, what what were your thoughts on that? Oh uh, no, that that's definitely for, for me. That's the most like amazing part of the film is, mm -hmm. you know, they're floating around, and then yeah, you see all these frozen dead bats or whatnot, and um, everything's ominous, and there's a somber tone going on, and then boom, yeah. naked people, and you're like, oh shit. They're like, what are they doing there? <laughs> right, exactly. So what is a couple naked chicks and a dude doing out here in a meteor in the middle of outer space? Yeah, exactly. It's like, and that is just like, it piqued my interest so much right there. Like, right. there's naked humans and they're like perfect, uh, attractive. I mean, yeah, that's, I like how the guy is just like, I've been out in space for several months. She's perfect to me. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> so, and then the one yeah, girl yeah, astronaut kind of gave him this ugly look, and <laughs> that's the Astro Simps, man. That's why that's that's where that you know, yeah, that's why this movie should have been called Astro Simps. <laughs> you heard of Space Chimps? We got Astro Simps. Yeah, that right? that that really does explain the movie. Like <laughs> the more I think about it, the more like, also how funny would it how this. funny would it be if they didn't actually have these these like seductive powers? It was just she was 
that hot and everybody was just like yeah dude uh, sure fucking that, that's what i thought it was at first <laughs> like yeah she like they're like oh she's trying to escape and they're telling her that yeah there's a naked woman don't let her escape it's like nobody's gonna let a naked woman escape and then they just they do because she's a naked woman so they're like yeah she killed two like stop guards. her grab her uh <laughs> Which, maybe, which part? Maybe, <laughs> yeah, just a few hundred years ago, I think it yeah. just would have been a massive rape situation. Unfortunately, yeah. Yikes! But uh, let's uh, on, uh, <laughs> continue. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're like, uh, I don't, I don't like feel comfortable grabbing her. Like, <laughs> oh, they felt comfortable, but they felt comfortable hitting her with the cattle prod, like. And then that that dude got flung back, and the other guy got his fucking yeah. throat pinched in Darth Vader style. And then the yeah. old man, old man, just stayed on the stairs and and was like, "Love to watch her walk away," you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly the quote is, uh, "I hate to, I hate it when she leaves, but I love to." Oh, wait. oh face off! I remember, <laughs> yeah. Uh, John Travolta said that line. I hate to watch you leave, but I love to see you go. Thank you. I, I totally butchered. <laughs> I'm like trying to correct you over here. It's about it's about it's about looking looking at her bare ass as she walks away. That's what the yes it, the theme it's is. Clever way of saying I'm just I'm eyeballing your ass. And did it, so this this movie did have with with as much nudity as it did have it, it did have some kind of Cinemax vibes. Anybody else get some Skinamax vibes? Anybody else get that? Mm. Kind of, like I could have, I could have banged one out to this as, as like when I was like middle school, right? There's like, there's no way, man, not not for me. Uh, but I could appreciate oh. it because the the actresses were. Uh, What's gorgeous. the French actresses? Does anybody have it on hand? The French actress name who, who she the, uh... she did. I don't have it, but she did. I heard that she did do a lot of softcore. Well, thank Before God. That. Thank God for that. Because I, I just thought she was a treasure. Mathilda May. Are you watching those movies down now? Ma- Mathilda May. She played Space Girl. What a, what a great performance. With so only, I don't know, seven minutes of screen time. Space Girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, just, if you read the credits at the end, it's you know, Mathilda May, dot, 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 Space Girl. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, did that, uh, did, did she have as much of an impact on anybody else as she did on me, or is that just like I I would have I would have been like yeah dude kill the rest of the crew, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's that's that is kind of how it ended. Yeah. <laughs> I mean they just fuck for like forever I guess because they just start fucking like going to outer space and then roll credits. Oh oh are we already well that's how I hope every movie is gonna <laughs> end though. But this that one Romeo actually and, did it. That Romeo and Juliet esque. You know, suicide pact ending. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Murder suicide. Fucking yeah. Phil Hartman, rest in peace. With the entire planet. Damn. Because zombies start happening. Everyone's dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Not only are they dead, but their souls have gotten sucked up into a giant asparagus. So okay, so let's talk about that. <laughs> what 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 were your thoughts, Daniel? What what were your thoughts on the souls being sucked into the spaceship? Uh I mean, uh, like trying to trying to even look at my notes get leading up to the third act get crazy, and I just want to go back. Um, to the helicopter scene because I feel like that's where it begins for me. The blood explosion to me was oh, like yeah. the coolest 
coolest way to reintroduce a missing villain. We missed we 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 missed Space Girl, and we needed her to come back. And so Patrick Stewart wasn't Absolutely. doing it. Sorry, but um, he just uh, he doesn't have the curves in all the right spots. He's got them up here, but like not not like. So um, yeah. the blood they never, they never let him hang free to 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 really give his full impact. And, uh, well, not uh, all his... of his curves there. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> but uh, the blood explosion, followed by all the bullshit that happened after that, that that third act um, shift of I don't know what movie I'm watching anymore was so nuts. And uh -huh. um, it took a while to get into it, but I think that the the helicopter scene was a really good part of it because um, they did things like uh, uh, the the hand glove when. Um, <laughs> when the zombie's holding on to yeah. the actual rafter and pulls his own skin off to slip yeah. off and fall down, I was like, that's the kind of special effects that I need to get me into this. Like, I don't even care what movie I was watching before. I'm watching this movie now. <laughs> and I got totally into it. But um, the soul shit thing reminded me so much of Ghostbusters for a reason. I'm not sure exactly why, but it oh, gave me yeah. the same like special effects vibes. And um, mm. I was into it. Um, it was confusing. There's all sorts of BS that happened in it. Um, things to pick apart, things to be mad at, things to love. But um, I I was in it, so um, they got me back in the third scene. Cool, with, the, cool. with, with the spaceship, they kind of reminded me of was it Superman two, with the with Zod, and and the the three crypt the Kryptons that came out from uh, from outer space. It was uh oh uh, yeah similar similar vibes in that in that regard. Huh. But yeah, I like yeah, the I Ghostbusters, the Ghostbusters yeah. reference, and also to, didn't uh, Toby Hooper he directed Superman four, didn't he? Did he? I think he did. Well, I didn't look up details for this one, so <laughs> we were so unprepared. I, no, I'm pretty sure he did. I, 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 I kept that in my mental notes. I, I, I think that was one of his. Uh, I think it was made by the same production company too, and it was one of the ones that that. Uh, tanked well, I guess them. that makes sense. What was yeah, it? Canon. Some similar. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the fight scene between the two and the Superman four. Uh, a lot of cartoony things happening. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's it's got Toby Hooper vibes. You're saying? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to confirm that that he 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 did that <laughs> movie because I don't know, but I, I can see what you're getting at. Some of the similarities there, and um, but I want to take it back. You heard to it here first, everybody. Dustin confirmed that Toby Hooper did. Hundred <laughs> percent. Don't look it up. <laughs> but Daniel, uh, I love that helicopter scene too, and I'm glad you brought it up because it it had slipped my my memory. But when, yeah, when out of nowhere, they just start, and I forget what was the last thing even said. They, they said something over the phone, and then just blood starts pouring out of Patrick Stewart's face and the dude from Clockwork Orange's face. And, yeah. and it starts congealing in a little pulsating Making a nodule of flesh floating in the middle of the helicopter. And, okay, why does the pilot turn around and stop flying the fucking helicopter? And the helicopter starts going all play, you know? This surprise was Bro, so good, I was lies, certain. Be a long one. <laughs> I was so dinner? certain when they were going into um when they were going to the scene that it was gonna be uh, uh the pilot that turned out to have all the bad juju inside of him and he was gonna be mm. bad because they were saying what they were saying immediately before it, Ian, was uh that it was inside of the military or something like that. And I like uh. all I was like, oh it's the pilot, oh it's the pilot, oh it's the pilot, and then the blood explosion happened from the two other guys. 
Yeah, it was. They got what's the word? Hold on, I learned this word today. It's a uh, desiccated. They were they got desiccated. Did anybody else have to look that up at when they said when the guy broke the bat's toe off in the first act? No. You know you know uh, what desiccated means? Yes. You already knew that. Yeah, but I come from a biology background. It's fine. Okay, does, okay, did Dustin? Did you already know what desiccated means? No, but I'm pretty good with um, word placement and comprehension of the scenario. But yeah, no, I didn't. It didn't yeah, talk to me to go look that word up. Ian, Ian, I know you didn't know what the fuck <laughs> desiccated means. Don't don't sit here and tell me. I, I appreciate <laughs> yes, Daniel's biology good. degree. But I think that you need <laughs> yeah. one to have understood what no. that word was. <laughs> At first, in or context clues, sure, but I wanted to know for for a fact. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. All right. right, no, that's not good. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's go ahead and move on. Um, I I would like to bring up a part that I really enjoyed. I mean, we we just watched it. Uh, the the scene that I played, where yeah, the guy wanted to make out with the corpse because yeah, I mean, wouldn't you? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Actually, you know, you re- somebody raised up a, a good point, which I think was Ian, was that the um, uh, he probably saw a really attractive thing. Like, is that like? Do I know. Think- I wasn't. I, I didn't think he was doing a shining in the in the room one twenty seven or whatever it is, where like the old lady looks hot. I didn't think it was that. I think he just like they're so their mental shit is so strong. It's like a yeah. pheromone. That, right. it, that it like it it's will not turn a physical you. thing going on. There's there's some kind of mental. You're just you're drawn into it, and it'll turn you into a gay necrophiliac. What? Without yeah, any whatever. History. Without you any history, whatever's going on. <laughs> not even a dabble. Not even a Google search of you know just on a whim. <laughs> just 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 out of curiosity. That is Reddit history. Just because someone che- just as someone mentioned something, so you looked it up and you were like, ugh, but like, ugh. So, okay, so we have two different we have two different ideas here. Um, Daniel, what, what's what's your theory? I I definitely gotta go with the um I, I gotta go with the mental thing there. Is that it's more like you've got this thing and you're you're inexplicably drawn to doing it. I don't think there's a an imagery trick because they did that at certain different times during the movie, and that's something that can be done. But we only noticed that with uh, Carlson. Um, he, on yeah. occasion, when he saw Patrick Stewart, his face switched over to uh, Space Girl. And um, that's the only yeah. time that we saw that happen. So I don't think that mm-hmm. happened in the other case. I think this guy actually felt compelled to go I, I agree that with that. Desiccated, disgusting corpse, and he's like, "Oh, I don't want to do it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it." Sort of like somebody <laughs> so like naughty. watching a pimple popping video or something like that. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't want to yeah. see what happens. Like he, he could, he could stop himself. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, let, let's let's give it a, another gander. This is an autopsy on the body of a young man dead approximately two hours. Did you say it was about twenty? Yes, that's correct. So, I, I was thinking, 
<laughs> Suck me off. Yeah, he looks horrified. But he's now he's horrified, but like he can't stop himself. He's horrified in my grief. Just he's a so so. What I'm thinking here? Oh, look at those British teeth. Look at those hideous Skylight. British teeth. That's the gross teeth. Gross ass teeth. Rewind that, Ian. Look I those, can't. Those, like I can't bottom rewind teeth. It. I'm not Somebody could look at the, That's when you really know this was filmed in England with actual English people. God, did you see that? It was a fucking. It was a seven hundred year old graveyard. Tombstones this way, that way. This. It was wild, man. Yeah. I, I, gotta, over I gotta give that actor some props. He, he was a. He looked a really horny and scared. Actor, yeah, like he, I, I was convinced. Yeah, I was convinced I'm actually was, convinced. Yeah, <laughs> I like. Uh, but anyway. Um, Okay, so four reasons he he feels compelled to make out with the with the corpse body and he sucks his life force, and then he comes the corpse turns back into a guy and and the 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 doctor or whatever he turns into a corpse like they switch and then basically if we were to let them go they would just continue the cycle of going up to living people, steal their life force, and then multiplying, basically. Yeah, that's why that's... this movie flopped, because trying to explain it, you don't, it doesn't make any sense. You <laughs> oh, just the movie, literally just have to see it. There's 10 reasons that, that were against this movie from the very beginning. Yes. Um, that yeah, made this movie awesome. go bad. I mean, for one thing, there was over five different blockbuster hits that all came out the same year. But it was also um, it, it had competition against George A. Romero's *Day of the Dead* the same year, and *Reanimator*. Uh, you know, nineteen eighty with Jeffrey Combs, and you know, both of those are are, are cults. You know, essentially. Yeah, they, they all flopped, didn't they? Uh, no, re, I mean *Reanimator* and George A. Romero. You know, they're, they're both of them. They just kept getting a higher and higher budget that still continued to this day. Except George Romero is now. Uh, you know he's passed. Yeah. Well, they, they they may not have been box office slammers, but it definitely splits the uh, it splits the pool of of the audience, right? So it's like it's like Ralph Nader in two thousand. Like it's just enough to get a, a pull away people from. Oh, I'll go see Reanimator instead of the the other movie that I'd be targeting <laughs> my demographic, right? Right. But I mean, you also have you know the cattle who all want to see the huge blockbuster. So Back to the Future came out at the same exact time. Enemy Mine with Dennis Quaid. So that was uh, another space movie where, uh, if you've seen it, it's a great film where a human and an alien both get stuck on a planet and have to learn how to depend on each other to survive because everything else is foreign and filled with crazy creatures. But also Explorers, if you're a a River Phoenix fan in the 80s, you are not going to miss that because he died shortly thereafter and a young Ethan Hawke in Explorers. Um, and then um, also Little Monsters, Monster Squad. There was just so much going on in 1985. Yeah, that's true. The market was saturated. Right. Um, you, you know, and this movie had sci-fi horror throughout time has they, they have elements where um, they're not known for being ter- terrible, terrible films. You know, there are few and far between the first one from 1953, War of the Worlds. That just started, you know, that was first for me, like sci-fi horror that I, um, that I ever saw that was that old. You know, apocalyptic doom from Aliens and then Invasion of the Body Snatchers, 1956, and then was re- remade in 1978. And it's still being remade to this day. They just did one yeah, six years ago. 
Yeah, you know, and then uh, so, but there were when you started approaching the '80s, you had some that really set the tone for what kind of technology we have for these types of film, and it was totally dominated with the uh, remake of the thing in 1982. And then 1979, you had Alien, which really set the tone for a oh, well-balanced, yeah, uh, you know, uh, a, a crew of actors, good money spent towards uh, props and, you know, and, and all of that. And the Alien, you know, they dove all the way in onto the suit with that, you know. And then, um, of course, The Fly, which was also being remade at that time, too. But there's just there's massive marks of, of competition where they're way up here. You know, and that yeah. cult classics don't just have to be known to a small amount of people. Cults have become massively known, even to people who don't like them anymore. That's just word of mouth yeah. to spread that. Yeah, look, at, look, look at Christianity. <laughs> oh God! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just joking, guys. I'm just joking. This will turn into the wrong show if we start talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just a joke. Religion's I'm, so I'm, bad. They're good. <laughs> I'm sorry, the vampire. I want to. I'm, I'm in the vampire cult. I want to give uh, give Dustin a little bit of backup here on this, and 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 just go with the fact that all of the movies that he named have one plot. Can in one sentence you guys actually sum up the plot of this movie? Because with all the switches, with the different acts that they had in it, with the the bullshit they went through of how people's powers changed, who's the central character, what's going on. Um, uh, this one lacked focus, and I think that's his biggest flaw. Because it's not that any one of these wasn't good; it's that there was probably three good movies in here, uh, but you didn't complete any of them. Or yeah, you didn't, yeah, right. just attention to detail was the shortcoming of this uh, film, yeah. but it really delivers in that in that eighties vibe of what I really love is the the whole animatronic, um. You know, scene to this day that looks more real because it is real than when we mm -hmm. do CGI now. You know, and that kind of that the amount of work and artwork and that stuff you can't ignore that. You know that this movie does provide those elements that are great to watch, regardless if you're confused because someone failed on the delivery of the storyline and a consistent plot that kept you following without constantly being confused by three different things. And ultimately, in my opinion. The whole movie is is a love story. It's showing you how powerful how powerful love is yeah, throughout the universe. That it's you know it caused all this chaos. Um, you know the the life force draining to zombies and all of that. But ultimately, what led all of that is that love kind of conquered all in an evil demonic way in there. And it's really hard to see that that's what's going on. But that's that's how I perceived it. And because there is a love interest going on in that. Everyone who succumbed to what terrible things were happening all had to do with that. I don't know why, but I love everything about this, what's yeah. going on right now. And I, I am willing to die for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point, Dustin. You worded that really well, actually. And uh, that's the best sum up of this movie that I could imagine with, um, without getting into too much of the details. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, and it really is like uh, Shakespearean, not just because Patrick Stewart's in it, but also because of the 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 ending where you know I mentioned this earlier, where you know he drops yeah. down the the lead sword specifically had to be lead, and and drove the stake through not the heart, but two inches below the heart into the the life force center. Below. Yeah, can it, it, it was that verifiable or did that just somebody just make that up? Like why does 
<laughs> it's verifiable. Who ever heard of the Life Force Center and the vampire? I thought you had to stab <laughs> yeah. in the heart. Correct. The wooden stake, no. right? Where'd the, where the lead stake come from? Incorrect. And, me, and, and was, was anybody else disappointed that Dr. Uh, Fidalda, or whatever his name was, Feralda, was anybody else disappointed that they just didn't even show the scene that he where he figured out that driving a stake into a vampire? Like, the whole way they explained that was that he, he got a phone call. He's like, guess what I found out? Kill him with the stake. They're real ass vampires. Exactly what I mean about it being, like, three good movies that they could have made, and they just chose to push it all into one. Like, yeah. it's just like, hey, this whole thing happened behind the scenes. Like, Sorry, you guys missed it. It was really mm-hmm. cool, right? And my, and my main point that I that I want to make is that I, I mean I didn't I didn't read the book uh, Space Vampires, but I imagine as as is the case when you're doing a, a book adaptation to a movie, it's 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 hard to capture everything for sure. There's just so much more content you're able to fit into a book than a movie, but there is an artistic way to turn a book into a movie and keep a cohesive storyline. And Kubrick was a master of that. You know, and mm-hmm. I, and I think that's another way that uh, you know that, that that Toby was trying to stretch his his chops here with 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 this book adaptation of a of a you know an epic. I'm assuming is an epic, and I, I'm assuming there's a lot that we missed too, because it seems like that kind of you know that kind of thing. So I, I I don't know how much is the fault of the author or the director or the producers, but yeah, it oh, is. Oh, I'm sure producers probably. It is la- and I know it went through so. it went through a lot of rewrites too. So I know it's yeah, you know, nine. Oh geez, yeah. I didn't know it was that much. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Look at the face Daniel was making. Daniel, go make that face again. <laughs> the same oh, as the dude on, on the back of your shelf. <laughs> it's pretty bad if you rewrite something nine times and people still don't understand what the hell's going on. <laughs> yeah. Too many right. Cooks. Too many cooks. Yeah, too many cooks in the kitchen. Right. Exactly. Too, too many, like, you, you microwave that that old steak, like, too many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's, it's, I, it, that, steak, that steak becomes desiccated at that point. Nice. Very, very <laughs> nice word drop. <laughs> um, uh, let, me, let me ask you guys. So what, what are your thoughts on the idea of a space vampire? And, <laughs> like... Do you, do you think that they like as good that they they went with space vampire or should it have just been like an alien life force taking something? And keep in mind that they uh, they said that these aliens have these space vampires have come before a few times in the past. So the idea of a vampire like Dracula and all of that were actually space vampires. Uh, Dustin, I'll, I'll start with you. Uh, right. I'm actually uh, glad that you brought that up. So we are talking about, you know, a science fiction horror. And um, what really bothers me is when people watch, you know, these types of movies, uh, a lot of them, regardless if they're great storylines or not, the plot, the plot is supposed that we're talking about fiction. It's supposed to be ridiculous. So, uh, you know, if you're watching something like this and you're like, this is just too abstract. And, and why vampires from outer space? We already have a genre of vampires and this is how they happen and someone else wants to say you can say whatever the heck you want imagination is is you know the limit so there's some people who would watch this and probably love the heck out of it i disliked it more than i did but i can appreciate its value because it really did uh push the limits of what we're talking about fiction here where it does nothing every everything can be as wacky as you want it because none none of it's real so you could point out a million things and be like oh that's not possible none of this stuff's possible 
The whole thing is <laughs> it's just supposed to be ridiculous. Well, I think they pegged themselves into a corner. They, they really did with the – and they do it with any time you do an insert uh, classic horror trope here in space. You know, you saw it with uh, Jason X. You saw it with uh, Leprechaun in space. You saw it with John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. It always comes off a little cheesy. It always comes off a little contrived. And if you want to do a real good horror movie in space, you just got to keep it an actual alien and, and, and look to H.R. Geiger for influence. You know, that's, yeah. that's all, oh, that's all yeah. you got to do. For sure. Okay. So, uh, I, I guess. actually, right. I, I want to comment about that right there because that just made me uh, think of something through this movie because they didn't stick to uh, what would be considered one entity that you should be scared of. It, uh, I lost, you lose fear pretty quickly. Like you're not, you're not scared. Of, you don't know what to be scared of. You know, uh, it's uh, that that's that's the the scary part element was gone because there there was too many awkward things going on where it feels like you shouldn't be scared because this is stuff they want to do. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. Is that it, it, at no point is this movie scary? It's eerie, like when they're <laughs> they're in space and they go into their ship. They got me on one jump scare when the Columbia soft docks. With the with the uh, SS uh -huh. Churchill, and and let me remind you, they said soft dock three times in a row. They said they said stand by to soft dock, soft dock, soft dock confirmed. Okay, that had to be an inside joke. You don't there's what's a, a soft dock? It, right? soft dock. It, it is very sexual. Soft dock. Like a, other than like the very on the nose sexual parts. Like the entire like the alien spacecraft is like very phallic, and it, then they go into a butthole. I forgot <laughs> the the vaginal entry into ship is actually one of my written notes for this. So yeah, yeah, we were talking uh, about the same. How scene is it here. A, a a vaginal entry into the the needle asparagus needle thing? And and yes. comment. Yeah, yeah, that was actually in that. I got this confirmed. That was oh, based boy. on an artichoke. Actually, yes. The design. Yeah, I keep that's saying it's fair. There's an there's an artichoke. Yeah. But uh, but but yeah. I mean, well, the the one jump scare that actually got me in the whole movie though was when the Columbia docked softly with the SS Churchill, and uh, uh -huh. and they and they come on and they're just kind of like looking around like this place is burnt up, and then they they turn around. There's like a floating dead body looking like the scene from Poltergeist where they're yeah. you didn't move the graves, you moved the tombstones, but you you know. Uh, so it looked just like and it got me a little just a little jump like a minor not not even that big but that was the yeah. scariest part of the movie to me and, and everything else was just cool to watch yeah for sure uh, Daniel how about you what, what do you feel about the idea of space vampires versus just aliens I, I think that it's kind of got no difference is um have, having an alien is fine, but if you're going to have an alien that's basically just a space vampire, don't even try. Um, if you're going to have some weird form thing, like, at least this weird form space vampire was in the shape of a giant bat. Like, um, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. feel better so if it had, like, too, tentacles. <laughs> like, They're a what, bat. <laughs> what I don't want to see is I don't want to see like an octopus monster that like wraps around somebody's head, but does the same things as a space vampire. 
I would rather see a space vampire than um, something that pretends it's creative, but is just a space vampire in a different form. Um, so they didn't try to pull creative bullshit with this. It was actually just, nah, just a space vampire. Uh, does all the things of a regular vampire. Actually, you may recognize them from such films as Dracula or <laughs> Blade or other films to be announced because it's the same vampires. Just we don't. Um, well, we're not trying to be silly about it. No, because they, they don't suck the blood. They take the life force. Well, and well, they can walk around in daytime. And well, <laughs> and, well, again, and, and, and there's there's tons of vampire ripoffs. There's tons of things. Uh, look at Morbius from uh, from Marvel. Mm. And like, you know, just because I do the sucky thing from my hands doesn't mean like I'm only sucking the life force this way. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, don't don't try to pretend like that's not a vampire. He's a vampire. It's fine. Um, you know, uh, Edward Cullen. He's a vampire. It's fine. We're not trying that hard. Let's try not to mince words. Like, we don't need a new name for this same thing. Just space vampire. Fine. Okay. Um, and I think that it's best characterized by how the vampires were actually um, assembled. They took the forms of uh, people's desires. Now, the story that I want to hear is where did those two guys come from? Is that also from uh carlson is that his like <laughs> thing that he doesn't want to talk about or hey, there was there was one people there was one woman with him right and maybe her dream was to get double teamed <laughs> <laughs> that that that's the uh that's, that's the, the actual plot. i want to see <laughs> that, yeah, was that, movie. that was that was the subplot that nobody got uh she was she was just as smitten with them as uh yeah were, no, nobody cared girl. Nobody wants a female perspective. It's 1985. <laughs> nobody asked her. <laughs> the lack of questions and things like this, like always, like, oh yes, no, I'm based off of every single one of your desires. Like, what about those guys? Like, hey, listen, man, if you don't ask me, I don't have to tell you. Oh, that, that's Zod from from Krypton. That's that's not that's not a vampire. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like how. She, like they just show like yeah that that one woman who just like gives the guy a weird glare when he says that she looked perfect and then that that's it she's never seen again <laughs> yeah yeah uh she could have had such a stronger role like uh like like the the spunky latina chick that wasn't actually latina from uh from uh aliens you know what i'm talking about oh okay yeah oh, yeah, yeah. They, like, they, like, they, like, she was also in terminator too she played the mom yeah, they they like yeah, the they like yeah. darkened her up a bit and fucking put her out there, she, you know. She, yeah. But she could have had a spunky attitude like that, that you know, kind of drawn it. I don't know. Yeah, you know, yeah. Knows, no, there's I, a lot absolutely. of things they could have done. Shit, she could have been the one who survived and got away uh, instead. It was that asshole. But then yeah, there again, was no, the, the plot there was, was no different. last girl. This was this was not a slasher flick. There wasn't you know, it wasn't a uh, no one to root for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even, really? yeah, I don't care about any of those people. <laughs> they all, yeah, yeah. Carlson uh, only entered in in like the middle of the. Uh, I don't. I don't even know if it was in the middle of the first act or if it was at the end of the first yeah. act. But like, yeah, yeah. I, when he finally thing. showed up, I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy? What are you even <laughs> yeah. doing here? Why Maybe do I, I care about, gonna, about uh, you? Like, oh no, I started this. Like, no, you didn't. We've been our, doing this movie the whole time without you." 
get out. Our protagonist changes every like twenty minutes. I I honestly didn't recognize <laughs> him from the first scene. I guess he was he no. was the main guy. Well, he had the like the scene, space. Right? He had the space shit on, and he didn't have so. a beard either. And then they shaved the yeah. beard again, but still, they needed know, to but... do more with that. I think character identity was missing. Yeah, the only exactly. character yeah. worth remembering is Space Girl, and she doesn't have a name. <laughs> hey, hey, don't forget about Ellen the Masochist. <laughs> that scene, that whole scene got me hot. Let me let me her. replay it for you real quick. So they 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 charge into her room. They're tr- he's trying to see if the 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 if the space vampire space girl is still inside of Ellen's brain, and so he's he's searching her brain by touching her, and then he sees ah she's a masochist. She wants me to beat it out of her. <laughs> and, and and they and they the director made this happen perfectly because Ellen gives a little like she gives a sly little smirk and then and then goes back to like oh and then and then and then he turns to uh the other guy that the 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 secret agent guy with the blonde with the turtleneck turns to him says says hey you might want to get out of here it's about to get ugly and the guy's like lucky no. for you I'm a natural voyeur so let's fucking circle yeah. jerk here. Then, <laughs> you know, and it just it, it was just the start of a porn scene that, that, that just didn't like, happen. I was like, so happy that that was the part of the film that I didn't watch with other people in the room. They came in at the end of it, and I was like, "Click, no, nope. oh, oh. nope. So, so I watched nope. my I watched my niece and nephew who are like seven and nine. Sometimes they were over here while I was watching it. They they were in in their their room, right, their playroom or whatever. I was like, all right, before you come out, just knock for me because <laughs> I'm watching a movie that might have some inappropriate scenes in it. It okay? might. Okay. And I'm sitting here like, holy shit, fucking this girl's naked. You'd have to roll the dice. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's just the roll the dice <laughs> and uh, it just like randomly is inappropriate. Yeah. When kids are involved, it's always in, uh, randomly inappropriate because their randomness isn't random at all. They get curious just at the right moment, and, which yeah. is the worst. Yeah, know, that's always. I mean, even that's right always. now, both my boys are just walking by, and I can see them out of the corner of my eyes. And they're, "What are you doing?" Well, doing the same shit I've been doing for thirty minutes. You, you know, <laughs> has changed. More like more like uh, seventy minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Good. So, um, does anybody have anything to bring up before we go on to the next segment? No. Uh, one thing. Uh, basically, I learned that the from this that the British military is 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 non-existent. At least it was in the <laughs> '80s. I don't know how they the, the the National Space Organization brought back an alien and had like two guys watching her. You know, <laughs> and like the whole the whole place seemed right. like it was run with the security clearance of a of a Walgreens. Basically, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, and. and, and, and and every single one of them is a fucking gap tooth horn dog. I'll tell you what. Oh, that's they're, true. They're 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 over here just trying to get, just trying to get some cavities filled and 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 fucking get their dicks wet. And that's that's what that's what the British were about in the '80s. Just just ask them in the Falkland Islands. I'll tell you that much right now. That's all I got to say about that. All right. Well, um, yeah, very good point though. All right. <laughs> well, let's go on to the prompt that I gave y'all. Um, same as every episode. Uh, does anybody have a sequel or an idea for a remake or a prequel or maybe even merge it with another movie? Daniel, what you got? <laughs> so we mentioned a whole bunch of movies that uh, cross into the genre where we have the in-space movie and nobody mentioned Dracula 3D. 
3000. Ah. So what I want to see is I want to see Dracula 3000 versus uh, Life Force. Oh, versus. I want to see Energy Vampire versus um, traditional Draculas in space, but I want the traditional Draculas in space to be played by the uh, the deaths of um, Dracula 3000. So I absolutely want um, uh, Ice Cube and all the rest of the <laughs> well, yeah, the you got bullshit actors like in that. I <laughs> I just you just call Ice Cube a bullshit actor? <laughs> I'm not taking it back. If that's with Ice Cube, you, you, you can cross it over with John Carpenter's Ghost uh, on Mars too, right? Oh, I shit. don't Was care really. That? Like, I just want to see these things like collide <laughs> in the worst possible way because that's something that was missing from this. And um, I like the post-apocalyptic bullshit that happened on Earth, but I'm not interested in Earth. The coolest stuff in this movie happened in space, so I just sure. want to keep it going. Like, we never have these derelict spaceships just like cross paths close enough that like they end up having to fight over it. And I want a Freddy versus Jason moment with. Um, uh, ye, ye old Dracula 3000 and uh, the crew of Life Force. I'd like to see where it what goes. Do you, um, do I don't know where happened? it's gonna go either. I have no I'd idea. I'd watch that. It just sounds great. Um, <laughs> I'm imagining, based on the stupidity of the crew from uh, Dracula 3000, that they would um, have a really hard time coping with uh, the feminine wiles of uh, Space Girl. Yeah. So I'm just imagining that it would be hey, the same hey. movie again, but in space and um, stupid as hell. But with competing Draculas, I want to see competing Draculas. I think everyone dude, wants to see competing Draculas. Dude, you, you know, if Ice Cube were to meet up with Space Girl, he'd be like, "Today was a good day." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Boy. You know what I mean? He's like, "Hit up the lynch mob. We got we got the Space Girl in town." <laughs> it's a weekday. We don't got shit to. Like- we can do an alien versus predator thing oh here where they God. all have one other type of prey i don't care what thing you do you could have star trek enterprise out there as their competing prey i don't care uh it'd be a great tie-in honestly based on the patrick stewart's crossover yep i just oh, i'll no, tell you what i want I just want to see again, Friday. You're making me make out with you. Oh no! no. I, I just want to see Friday in space. Just the exact movie, but in space. <laughs> that would be that would be something special. That would be something. Why wouldn't they? They put Leprechaun in space after right. he went to the hood twice. No, before he went to the hood twice. Oh right. Oh, was before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was also. It, it was. Yeah, also we covered that like, on, on the show. Actually, I like to call that movie uh, "Honey, I Blew Up the Leprechaun in Space." Because he, he gets giant. What's the point he of a does. giant leprechaun? Right. He's like forty feet tall in a, in a spaceship. Yeah, yeah who makes that, spaceships that big? That is that's one of the first movies we covered on the show. I think it was like the third, third or fourth. I was, but uh, <laughs> yes, you were. Uh, Daniel, you had a good idea with the Draculas, and that's actually what mm-hmm. I want. But I want the the OG Dracula. So Nosferatu. Well, no, I mean like. The classic Dracula. Oh, <laughs> but that's I mean that's probably would be pretty cool. But no, uh, what what I uh, want so that they, they talked about how, okay. yeah, no, oh, that's another <laughs> the one you're doing. Ian is, is a, another the other OG Dracula. No, no, no. I'm, I'm doing I'm doing Richie Valens' cousin from the movie La Bamba. Oh wow! <laughs> In that one scene, you know, where they get they're at the party and he's like not he's. He hasn't started beating women yet, so that so he's kind of a likable uh, character. 
but no, I'm. Anyway, um, we can do. Can we do an episode on La Bamba sometime? <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> Call me up for that one, dude. Yeah. I want to do a La Bamba episode. All right. Uh, all right. Sorry. Okay. Um, this is this is gonna take me all night to get to my pitch, but wh- what I want is so they talked about how these aliens have been here before. Every time Haley's Comet comes by, the vampires come down to Earth. And so I want to see, like, 1800s, the classic Dracula, but he's Space Girl. <laughs> so uh, basically, yeah. it's the same movie. It's the zombie space vampire apocalypse. And they're sucking the life force out of each other, but it's in the 1800s. I think that would be pretty cool. They don't have all the technology that they do in this movie. They just have swords and shit. So, and basically, it's yeah, uh, 1800s Keanu Reeves <laughs> versus uh, just a bunch of space vampires. I think that would be pretty cool. That's Ian, wouldn't that go better than this one just because everyone's used to stabbing somebody in the chest with iron as opposed to like yeah. nowadays where you assume no, that bullets uh, well, are No, well, see, enough? here's the thing. Here, <laughs> actually, that solves a, uh, an idea that I, or a question that I had is if these guys come here every time Haley's Comic comes over, how come we've never had a zombie apocalypse in the past? Because they didn't have to worry about it because they just stabbed the shit out of them. Cool. Okay. Yeah, hey, problem I like it. solved. But or, it has to get or out of it, hand first. Or, or it never got out of hand because they were able to just leech off of their victims in a reciprocal way. And it was just fucking... And then they died anyway because life expectancy was like 20. <laughs> right? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, actually, wrong. both good reasons. That, the first that is a good reason. It's a great reason. I mean, it, it, it kind of like... Doesn't help my movie pitch, but no, yours is, that yours is, is like <laughs> I, I love just taking random horror movie and put it in the old west, like uh, like like the Puppet Masters five or whatever it was. Yeah, where it's like oh, Puppet Masters, but they're gunslingers now, right? Uh, <laughs> that was all that, Nazi related. Oh, they, there was like a uh, Nazi subplot. It, yeah, yeah no, west. I mean it was literally all around the Nazis with the Puppet Masters. They're the ones who made the. Uh, yeah. uh, well, now it. it's now, a 15 okay. movie. You start getting into full moon pictures. Let me know because I'm all about. It. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Uh, no, okay. Now here's my idea: 1800s Nazi cowboy old west space vampires. Okay, uh, <laughs> this movie came out in 2014. It was straight to DVD, and it, you can currently see it playing every Friday night on Sci-Fi. Uh, <laughs> Like, like I'm, I'm sure. I'm that sorry, Ian, right. but you have now been relegated to Friday Night Sci-Fi. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, that was like Cowboys versus uh, Alien status of. Uh... But no, anyway, I I, I still <laughs> want to see my space vampires in the 1800s. I um, love the idea. Thank you. Uh, I I did originally want to have like uh just a movie about what happened in the first spaceship when they brought them back and then because we don't see it and explain later but that would be a whole movie but then again that that movie would just be alien so <laughs> never mind um dustin how about you do you have a a pitch uh a prompt or yeah a pitch? well uh, i mean I really thought hard as to, you know, what I would want to see, but the, the fact of the matter is this movie would never work today, just the same reason it didn't. 
uh, work. Yeah, it, this I mean, is a difficult one for sure. Right. It, to to try to duplicate this, I mean, s- someone who has a lot of experience would really want to have to redo this movie to make it um, worth anyone's while nowadays because also the amount of people who would try to watch something this abstract and unusual, it, it keeps getting smaller and smaller and people are, are you know, the cattle are flooding towards the big office where all the big budget is, you, you know, so I, I just don't see it work. But however, okay. I think it would make a great Broadway musical and they just hire a bunch of Victoria's <laughs> Secret models, you know, and it could be a two in one. They can be showing off their new lingerie uh, you know, line, <laughs> but also they're doing uh, something scary with it, you know, sort of, you know, you, that you don't understand. And they're singing and vampire and zombies look nice, too, to wearing cool ties. Um, Dustin, the immediate thing that I think of is just a thriller song and dance, but with everyone in lingerie. And uh, I'm yes. not against it. Uh, but I do love your idea. Uh, that was pretty witty and clever to think of Dracula, you know, uh, 2000 or whatever, 3000. Although that movie was filmed in less than 90 days. That's what we definitely have. So is this movie. This movie was filmed yeah. in a month. So I think. No, wait. No, never mind. Never mind. I, I was thinking of a different movie. Never mind. Uh, I mean, it might have been. I don't know. Probably not. But uh, yeah, good, good. I like that. I like that a lot. Of the <laughs> uh, Life Force, the musical with uh, lingerie models. I guess I'm, I'm down to see that too. This is a good Spacey, what what you got? All right, hear me out. This this movie border was a borderline softcore porn already. So my my reboot idea would be to bring it into bring it into the modern day for one thing. Leave the script unchanged and make it hardcore pornography. Feature length hardcore. hardcore porn film showing full penetration, full <laughs> full male nudity as this movie deserves. Uh <laughs> You know, and, and and much longer sex scenes. Well, uh, yeah, much much more uh, intermingling. We could throw in some scenes here and there, but basically just just turn this into a hardcore porn of just a naked chick going around killing everybody, and and su- and fucking and sucking and, and having a great time. So basically, like the Patrick Stewart scene w- would go further. The Patrick Stewart scene. I mean, I I was thinking about that too. Like. Yeah, there could be like a couple, a couple man up male on male scenes if we really want to just, just broaden the, the appeal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like now uh, imagine like Patrick Stewart with a vagina. I mean, it's just fucking <laughs> Patrick Stewart, <laughs> <laughs> like missionaries. I legitimately want to hate this idea, but Spacey's not wrong that you could <laughs> actually do this, and it oh, would absolutely be worth watching. Like, I would right. still probably it would be watch the this best movie and just. <laughs> I would release. I, it I in, don't I, want to, but I would still watch it. I would release uh, it in like, in, in like ten. It, it would be released in fifteen, like twelve minute videos on yeah. Pornhub. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I <laughs> would serialized. I would watch this movie ten minutes at a time. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's the, that's the big draw, isn't it, Ian? It's not yep. going anywhere fast, and then it's just gonna switch yeah. scenes. Like nothing happened in the previous one. So yeah, basically, it's just boring. Space vampire yeah, fucking astronauts, right. you missed, and, and and we'll fill in the blanks like the, uh, like the the orgy scene on this on the SS Churchill that we missed, right? Uh, that was yeah, that was totally in the novel. 
Um, <laughs> you didn't read it. But yeah, that, that, so, that's, so that's, you're, that's you're talking about like an episodic, like X rated series. Yeah, nobody's gonna. I mean, well, <laughs> I, no, I, I want to make something like I said, keep the script completely intact. Like, do not change right. the script at all and just, just bone <laughs> just it up. Add the scenes. Okay. I really don't want to give you credit for this, but it's it, it would work really well, wouldn't it? You're not wrong. You're not I wrong. I mean, this could be we, we could do a whole genre of just super hardcore porn remakes. Word yeah. for line for line, scene for that's scene. True. I mean, is, that, that's what's going to happen. The, the next several episodes <laughs> on this show, we're just going to just like, it's the same thing, but add a ton of porn. <laughs> All right. Who wants to be my Patrick Stewart? Myself. Same old. Same old. <laughs> Um, all right, nice. Well, let's uh, go ahead and rate this. So, uh, yeah. So, Daniel, we'll start with you. How do you rate it? I, you know, it, it gave me a lot of fun. I don't think that this is going to be a party movie that I'm going to watch with people. I'm bringing people over to my house. Um, we're not watching this one. Uh, so, this <laughs> points that way. It uh, It doesn't go anywhere. Um, it goes all over the place, but it doesn't bridge that gap. That gap is my biggest problem with the movie. It, um, it falls so flat in the middle of it. And I just can't give it anything less than, um, seven out of 10 swords, uh, two inches underneath the heart <laughs> made only out of, um, leaded iron. Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. Spacey, and what, what do you got? Well, I I, I tend to think this movie it, it beckons a second watch, and uh, it it was an enjoyable experience, and, and, it, and I thought it flowed well for the most part, even though it, it was kind of choppy with the the separation between the acts. Uh, I wish they had spent more time in Texas. Uh, oh right, kind of showed up, got. <laughs> homeboy and and then they were gone and i I have to interrupt you yeah they they went to texas and i was like of course they they did they made a big deal out of it yeah yeah that was my notes my notes was of course it was texas and 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 they made a big deal out of it they look each other like he's in texas and then they just go there for a fucking 10 second scene where they pull him out of the capsule and they go back and and he's good i don't I wish they had just. I thought the whole rest of the movie was going to be in Texas. I was like, "All right, here comes the American actors that I'll recognize." Like these are <laughs> these are all famous British actors. Like I don't know who the fuck they are. They're all famous British actors that were in. Uh, I recognize uh, the one guy that got uh, uh, congealed into a blood uh, lady with Patrick Stewart's blood. The other guy, uh, he was. Oh, that description. Sorry. Uh, that yeah, I'm just congealed into a blood lady. That's the like... quickest thing that came to my head from my memory. But so that guy was the uh, he was the, the the social worker in Clockwork Orange. Yes, yes. He was he I was the guy the, the really creepy social worker that you know, and uh, I knew I recognized him, but I didn't I didn't make the connection until I looked it up. Uh, but I really I really liked his performance. I liked all all the British actors' performances were fucking top-notch in my opinion yeah, absolutely. none of us ever brought up that the acting was bad this whole right talking about this for like over in an fact hour. We, we said that it's actually really good i think so i i mean i really do think this is uh it, it it's worth watching it's a it's a good film 
Um, I'm going to give it eight astronaut hard-ons out of ten. Right on. Cool. Dustin. Mm. (laughs) All right. Um, Well, uh, this one's hard to put into words. Um, it, It does get points because of its creativity, and it's a good example for when someone is shooting for the stars instead of shooting down here. They want to go above and beyond. But unfortunately, it didn't work out how they, you know, visioned it, uh, so to speak, in my opinion, anyway. So it lost points there because it didn't deliver, you know, that astronomical plan that they thought that they they had. Um, I'm I'm giving it because of the special effects and the it was so out there with the creativity on the Um, Uh storyline. You know, if you just want to watch a movie that's just going to completely take you in several different directions for no reason um, watch that um i but i still uh it's going to get five patrick stewart never had hair uh ratings for me okay cool all right damn nice. ouch <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is, yeah that that is no love. because like yeah that's the thing mm. is that like first time i saw it, i didn't i didn't watch it all the way the first time i saw it First time I saw it, I watched it all the way until Space Girl, like, got out. And then <laughs> she sucked the life force out of the other woman, and they brought that one back, and then she just, like, exploded into dust. That's where, like, I don't remember what happened. I was, like, I had to, like, do something. So I was, like, I'll finish this later. And then I never, like, watched it later until I planned this with you guys. So I was, like, this movie's going to be amazing. This is like one of the best movies, and then it just went so downhill after that. And so, I, so like the first forty minutes or so is incredible. Then, then yeah, I'm gonna have to lose points. How dare you, Daniel? I was just trying to have some coffee. I was just man. one of your one of your best fans. <laughs> Uh, I'm just listening. This is this is me. Like just you have you my ruined full attention. this podcast. You ruined my this full whole attention. Thing. My full attention. Two hands and God everything. Damn it. Uh, uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I mean this is this is a podcast where we talk about bad movies, so the show itself has to be bad. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, so. It's. I would have rated it like nine or ten up until it got bad. So I'll actually even drop it all the way down to for all the nonsensical stuff. Drop it down to seven uh, space simps. <laughs> I was hoping that Astro Simps would come up again. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah I, thank you again for that one. And uh, that'll do it for this episode of Colton Trash Horror Movie Grind. Um, thank you all for joining. And um, yeah, I, I don't have a clip for next week's episode because I'm not entirely sure what it is, but I think it might be heavy metal. So, but I'm not entirely sure because I, I messed up in the past. So, make sure to go over to the Patreon and check out the uh, the extra extra credit. We're going to be comparing penises. Mm-hmm. Uh, so come on, come on by. That's that's why oh, you got to pay extra money. That's my favorite part to see who can lift the sheets up higher off the bed. Then we know who wins. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, last time, so. last time, last time I came in third, but I'm trying to do better this time. So. <laughs> I've been warming up. Yeah, so yeah, give us money, and you can see all that good stuff. All right, well, thank you guys for joining. Spacing it, Daniel, Dustin, and uh, yeah, take it easy, everybody. Later.